Hello, and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Manning, coming to you from the beautiful trails in Ogden, Utah, but connecting you to wherever trail, ultra, and mountain running takes us. We'll bring trail running to life with amazing athletes, discuss the latest topics, epic journeys, and get you stoked for your next trail adventure. We're sharing the moments that make life special, because even a rough day on the trail beats a good day indoors, and nothing beats time spent with good friends and great stories. Catch us here weekly for your dose of dirt, vert, and good vibes. So now, it's time to top off your water, grab some cheese curds, and join us for this week's podcast, where we take you deep into the heart of our sport. It's go time. Hello, and welcome to episode number 308 of the Trail Manners Podcast, and this is our yearly Christmas guide. This is part one of two, and our guest today helping me out will be Preston Wood. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Check back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. And don't forget to subscribe, review, and rate us on iTunes. If you're so inclined, Trail Manners would really appreciate any contribution via our Patreon account at patreon.com backslash trailmanners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome to the part one of our coveted, I said coveted, Christmas gift show. Ironically enough, we've got... uh, the guest who you heard is going to be Preston Wood. He's done this with us before, and so now he's a veteran, and now he knows what he's doing. So this is episode 308. Also funny enough, our very first Christmas gift show launched on 12-15 of 2015. This show launches on 12-15 of 21. So six years ago, we launched our first Christmas guide and now we've got Preston. How you doing, Preston? I'm doing good. I don't know if I'm an expert at this, but but I'll try. I like stuff, so this is a good episode for me. <laughs> and you run. Yeah, so, and I run, so and I like stuff during runs to use to help me be okay. Well, as I mentioned, uh, Preston is a veteran of the podcast. He's been on a few times. He's helped us out in the past. And also, you're going to be hearing from him again shortly because he's going to be running the Hurt 100 coming in January for his second go-around. So we're going to talk to him before he leaves to the beautiful islands of Hawaii. And when he comes back to kind of hear about it, and there's quite a few runners from Utah going out there, and another veteran of the podcast, Trevor Fuchs, is going back. He's won it before. Yep. Um, he was even there during the uh, Hawaiian Missile Crisis they had. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a good show because we haven't compared notes. Um, and so we're, it'll be interesting to see what he's got, what I've got. And then tomorrow on our next episode, part two, we're going to have Debbie Fark on who helped us out before. So she's going to be covering from, uh, the women's perspective of, of the Christmas gift guide. But the fun part is folks, not only are we back with the podcast, but we came out guns a blazing. So with the next two Christmas gift shows, we have prizes. So we've got two $75 Path Projects gift cards, Trail Manners beanies, Trail Manners hats, Trail Manners shirts, and Trail Manners buffs, all for free. We're going to be giving out, so listen closely as we go, and we'll tell you how you can win these items. But let's just jump into it. Let's do it. I'm going to let you start off. You're the guest, and we're going to break it down into categories. And so um, we're going to start out with outerwear. So outerwear on this is going to be like jackets, pants, things you wear, outer side. Okay. Right? 
Yeah, this is something that I think the last time uh, we had this episode, I was not a big fan of a few of these things because I, I thought I was tougher than I was. <laughs> and as I as I get older, I'm still not very old, but I tend to be a little bit more sensitive to the cold these days. Okay, and here where we live, uh, that's a big part of running. You got to learn how to deal with the cold. So I've got a couple items here. Um, so the first one isn't necessarily cold weather gear, but it is a jacket that I have... I was hesitant to buy it because it's it's pretty pricey. Um, it's the Solomon S Lab Shake Dry Gore-Tex jacket. All right. And this jacket is a waterproof rain jacket that isn't a trash bag. So it, it allows you to breathe. I, I get pretty warm when I'm running. And this is the first jacket that if I'm out in it in the rain, um, I don't sweat like just a, a beast the whole time. Uh, I feel like I stay dry from the rain and from my sweat. Uh, it's a pretty... It's a pretty awesome jacket. Um, if it does warm up or if it does stop raining, you can actually fold it down into around your waist. It has like a carrying compartment. Wow. So you don't have to like take it all the way off. Um, and it, it, it's got a real tight hood that you can put on. Um, it, it's just a great overall jacket. Like I said, it is pricey. The retail is $375. Yeah, That's why I, I hesitated. But I have a buddy that swore by it, a couple buddies, and they kind of talked me into it. So I, I splurged last year, and, and I haven't hesitated uh, about the purchase. It's been really good. So do you have any idea what the weight is on that? Oh, it's ounces, I'm yeah. sure. Like, it is super like, light. Well, compare it to the Houdini. It's about it, four it ounces. similar to the Houdini, but waterproof. Okay. Like, like yeah. the same type of weight same close to it? Same type of weight, yep. Because I'm the same of you. I, I struggle with uh, overheating in any um, shell, right? Yeah. So even, even windbreaker type stuff, I really struggle. And one of the things that this, this came and you could listen to the December 15th, 2015 show when we talk about it. And so Trevor or, um, when Trevor came on and we had Joel on at one time, we were talking about gear. So when Preston says it's three seventy something, um, it's pricey, but you also got to figure, and I've said this before, when, especially when it comes to outerwear, sometimes a jacket like that could literally save your life. Yeah. Right. When you're a mountain runner and you get up high elevation, uh, weather can change in an instant. Right. And so some of these lightweight things you can carry that's not like bulky, um, it's hard. Yes, they're expensive. And so I hate to say you can't put a price tag on them, but you kind of can't. Right. Yeah. And especially if they last for five years, and you know, break thing, that you down. Can, you can, like I said, you wear it around your waist like a belt. You can, like, I can stuff it in my Ultimate Direction utility belt that we'll talk about later or in my pack. Like, okay. it, it takes up zero space. Yeah. So, because I, I have some pricey things that'll come up on my list, but also think about what you spend on, say, shoes, right? Yeah. Equipment and your watch, right? I mean, those things aren't exactly. cheap. You could buy, a, you know, some cases, really nice iPad <laughs> for the same price. Yep. Um, not quite an iPhone yet, but close. Um, but yeah, the price, don't be too intimidated by certain pieces. And there's stages and levels, but if you really want, and that's, I'm excited to look at this. I haven't seen it. I don't know much about it, um, but I'm looking for a waterproof piece that's super light. Yeah. And this is a great one. And this, my friend that really got hot on this, he, he's jacket guy. He has like 15 different running jackets, right? That's just his thing. And this is, this is his go-to. This is his favorite, uh, for when the weather gets bad. Okay. It's definitely worth it. So again, maybe a little intimidating. And then something else is you brought up the price point. Um, I've found 
that if I go cheap on on an item mm-hmm. uh, early on, which I did because I wasn't sure, you know, six years ago I wasn't sure if I was really going to do this or not, you yeah. know, and here I am, and, still doing it, and so. <laughs> I I bought some cheaper items and then I, I probably in the long run spent more money on cheaper jackets that I don't wear than I would have had I bought a higher quality item. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that you have to run out and buy the most expensive thing, but if you are committed and you're going to use it, you won't be disappointed if you buy a higher quality item. And it's not just for running, right? Because you could do yeah. pacing, crewing, when you're going outside. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to use stuff like this. So it's not just like a, a one and done or I'm going to wear it once or twice a year. Yeah. But I like to look at them too as just essentials. For sure. Right. And that's, cause you can still wear it, I'm sure. And I, I don't, I shouldn't say that. But even like as a windbreaker type material, even if it's not raining, just as a shell. Yeah. And it, right? it is a great shell as well. And then going to the next item on this list is pants. Okay. I was never pants guy. I oh, was yeah. always shorts all the time. Um, you know, and then I was probably the first go around at hurt when I had to be out for a long time in the cold and I had just cheap, bad pants and it was pretty miserable to be out there for, you know, a five, six hour training run. And so this is something that, that you, Eric actually turned me on to is the path projects, kill them pant. Mm-hmm. And it is awesome. It is. It, <laughs> it, 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 it's super lightweight. It's not a tight. So it's, it's not super tight on your legs. Um, it, it's loose fitting, but the material is stretchy. There's a ton of pockets in the yep. pants. Um, they just, the way they fit and ride, I, I was out for almost five hours this morning on a long run. Um, and they're just perfect because they keep you warm, but you don't overheat in them. They breathe just enough. I, I just, I can't, I can't say enough about them. A, a really good feature that's big for me is you can zip up the side so you can get them on over shoes because mm-hmm. in a racing situation in a situation where you're going to put them on over something, you don't want to have to take your shoes off. Yep. At least I don't. I don't either. And so that's a super great feature. It is, it is an incredible pair of pants from path Projects. Well, and in, if you, if you're uh, a veteran of the show, if you've listened to us in the past six years, um, you know, the kind of my motto is no mas pantalones. Um, I don't wear, I don't like pants. People see me in pants like, Levi's or something, they look at me weird. They're like, I don't know if I've ever seen you in pants. That could be taken weird too when you're in a public setting. So we got to always, you know, make sure what, you know, people understand, but I'm, I'm the same way. So when path actually, um, I actually did a shoot with them, a photo shoot and they had, they gave me the pants, right? And I hadn't seen them yet, heard about them because they also knew that I probably wouldn't be the best tester for them. Well, but you have the look though. You're good looking. <laughs> so that's why they wanted I mean, no, Come on, no. let's well, be honest. If you, it's funny though, is because there were five of us running up at Powder Mountain in these, um, actually five people, four of them were in pants and they still had me in shorts. Because they were kind of like, I don't know if people would believe it if you were in pants, but um, I love them. So I have a pair, right? Yeah. And I am not a pants guy. But one thing I like about these pants is you can wear them. Um, like if you, afterwards you're going to get coffee, have breakfast with somebody, they don't look like running pants. No, they right? don't. And they're not tights. Yep. They have the great lightweight stretchy materials. Like, you know, Preston mentioned some great pockets. Um, it's just an all-around cool pant like yeah, i wore like, it like i've worn running. them to coach basketball games yeah because they're just comfortable and you can move around you know it, they're a good pant yeah so i i have those on my list uh the kill em pant a uh, little insider they're sold out online but i'm going to tell people right now at the end of december um they've got another shipment coming in 
So Good. get ready because these sell out so fast. But they're they're and it's funny. I, I was at uh, the Antelope Island Buffalo Run, uh, the 50k, the Fall Classic, and uh, Chris from uh, Idaho Falls was down, and he told me he bought a pair, and he doesn't like pants, but yeah. he said he wore them up there and he loved them. So I, I think it's a great pant. I don't wear it like I said I, yesterday. I went running. It was like. I don't know, 20 degrees, quote unquote, feels like below 20. I still had my shorts on um, because it, well, I'm not quite ready yet to get yeah. into the pants because our first day of winter. Um, but yeah, this is definitely a pant I will wear for sure, um, even running. Yeah. So, like I said, I wore it for five hours today up and down Malins, um, and it, it was perfect. Yeah, and they do taper, so they're not a tight, but they're not like baggy no not right? at all they, and, and they're they super light well. yeah and there's the material they make them out of is their px material what's the same thing they make their shorts out of right yep. so it's a, just an extended short which mm-hmm. is kind of weird not a lot of companies do that yeah um i think houdini uh, patagonia made like a houdini top and a houdini pant and i had those but they didn't breathe well yeah right and i have them they were my emergency i put them in a pack if i needed them but i've never usually running them because they just don't breathe well these ones i thought breathe pretty they, well they do breathe really well and and it's got to be that material yeah. difference what else you got on the outerwear that's it for me i'm jacket and pants nice as far as the outerwear goes so for me i've got and it's i'm gonna sound like a broken record and i get it but sometimes if you got something and you do it right you don't change it right so i have the houdini on there it's a 99 dollar jacket what i'm finding i'm using more with my houdini than i have in the past is as a layer shell yeah. so i'll wear something warmer underneath and then that over top as opposed to wearing a heavier jacket because what it offers me is the ability to take off my under layer right and then wear that if it gets warm or um, vice versa right i can just take the windbreaker section off so i still <laughs> you talk about a jacket guy um, you don't want to look in my closet. It's ugly. Um, in the Houdini, I'm not kidding. I bet I've got six colors, and I've gave away probably four. Yeah. So I still have six. Well, I, I think the Houdini is just one of those standard items that that most trail runners, anybody getting into the mountains, should have something similar to it. Yep, exactly. It's just something that's good to carry, safe. Yep. And then the next one, this is my favorite jacket ever made on the planet of the Earth, right? Not Mars. No, Mars is warm, okay. so I don't wear jackets there. Um, but it's the Patagonia Airshed Pro pullover. This jacket, yes, I, I just bought my second one because it's a different color. Um, it packs up nicely. It's a level above the Houdini. It retails at one twenty nine. Um, it's a little different material. It's still like a stretchy. Um, it still has some breathability. Got a nice hood, but it's probably the the one I would wear with just a shirt, right? Okay. And so it's probably a level above the Houdini. And surprisingly enough, this jacket, for me anyway, is a little more water-resistant than the Houdini. Now, the Houdini's not built to get keep you dry. No. But when I wear the um, Airshed Pro pullover, it keeps me a little bit drier. And it's super soft. It packs up nice. It's probably my favorite ever running jacket ahead of the Houdini. That's how much I love this okay. jacket. Um, I have the blue one that first came out years ago, the first one, and they just came out in black. Uh, and I like to wear black. It's just my, my thing, you know. I'm kind of one of the, the old fellas. Um, but that's my outerwear. I have the pant on there. Again, folks, if you if you want the pant, please keep tuned to the website. They do have some coming out at the end of December, I found out. Um, and I'm going to make a real quick um, announcement here just because I don't want anybody. If you've listened to our show in the past, we've, we've talked about path projects a lot. Um, I love the path 
line and I am quote unquote one of their crew people. Um, but it's absolutely like I feel lucky for it because that's all I wear anyway. Um, so I will bring up path and it's not, we're not sponsored by path. We don't get money. They graciously just offered two gift cards. I asked for hats. I said, can you give me a yeah. couple path hats? Or like, why don't I give you some gift cards? So it's a great group, um, but I want everybody to understand that, yes, I have an allegiance to them for years, but they don't pay me. They don't do anything for me, um, but it, it's just good quality. But I like to be straight up front on all this. Um, we don't have any sponsors here at the show. Um, in fact, I'm having a, a Christmas beer, the Red Rock Griswold's beer, because it's a Christmas look. It's the Holiday Ale, and I'm not sponsored by any beer people either <coughs> in, in out there. Um, but, yeah, I just want to keep that up front and straight that's what we like to do here but if you've listened to our show even when joel was on we've been with path since the day they opened their doors um pretty much so all right so that's our outerwear you've got your jacket and i'm going to snag that from you because i want to check it out yeah um and then we've got the pants and a couple other houdini jackets and with anything we talk about um keep listening for the contest because it's interactive and we also want to hear what we don't talk about that should be on the trail running list because we don't know everything and so if you've got something that we should have put on there, I want you to let us know, and I'll tell you how to do that in a little bit. Um, let's jump ahead. So we're going to start, stay on top. Okay. So we just talked about outerwear. How about some shirts? Run shirts. This has changed a lot over the years, and I will admit I'm one of the cha- – I've changed a lot over in the last year and a half just okay. with the way I wear things and the way I do things. Five years ago, if you'd have told me what I'm doing now, I would have giggled at you. Um, but maybe it's just being old and, and adapting to the situation. But I'm going to let you start again with run shirts okay. um, because I'm going to need some help on this one. So this is where I'm, I'm, I'm doing a cry for help. So uh, go ahead and start us off. Okay. So I'm real basic with shirts as well. Um, for me, a, a good shirt is something that for races is essential. Yeah. I've got to have something that I know is going to feel good all day that's not going to chafe, um, that that is going to absorb or do the things that I need to keep cool. Um, and the shirt that I wore at, I think every race, but maybe one this last year, um, is the rabbit easy T perf shirt. Okay. Yep. And so it's there, it's kind of a, a textile shirt, but it's perforated. It's got holes in it, but, but they're not big holes. It's, it's almost like the Wamsley. It's no, the Wamsley look. It's not look. the Wamsley look. No, because, I mean, nobody wants to see me in that look. <laughs> I mean, maybe you do, but That's, you don't. I wear that shirt to bed at night. Yeah. That's the only time not, I would wear it. Yeah. No, so it's small. It's almost like a basketball jersey kind of hole, but it's a really light shirt, and it just feels good. And and for me, I with the chafing issues, I don't even have to wear, like, squirrels nut butter, and it won't chafe like other shirts do. Like nice. And... And in shorter races where I'm not wearing a pack, that's an issue for me. Yeah. So, like, if I've just got a handheld or just my belt on. Um, and so, like, it's just a great shirt. And it's, again, the only shirt that I raced in all year last year was this Rabbit Easy T Perf. And I, I'm guessing the Perf is for perforations or perforated. Um, and it's 45 bucks, but, uh, but it's a great shirt. And then any of the other Rabbit running shirts have always been good for me. I, I have... I have heard that you know people speculate that they were they were used or that they used baby dolphin skin for them because it's just really soft. Um, you know, it's, it's not just, been confirmed. You didn't hear it from this show, but you know, it's just it, it just feels so good. I never so felt a baby dolphin. I kind of want to now. Yeah, no, but uh, I have a friend that said that. I always thought it was funny, but they're just real soft shirts. This one's a little different than their their classic. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can get but this is the one that i like better 
but but any of their shirts have always treated me well. Well, and we had again um, fortunate, and this this goes back to kind of age the show a bit when Rabbit literally first came out. We I had them on the our show, podcast, yeah. um, and I love their stuff. I really do. And I think what's neat with them is they they're, they're they have that real home local vibe of like what they do and what they're doing it for. They they kind of have the 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 road apparel and the trail apparel they kind of break them off not that you can't wear one for the other mm-hmm. um, but i like the fact like some of their cuts they cater to one or the other right because on a trail trail short right you're gonna have more pockets than a road short hi- historically yeah um, and i have a lot of their stuff as well and i love seeing the new shirts i always come out with because they have cool colors they work yeah, they with do. like hayden hawks's stuff came out yep um, different athletes um, but I like the rabbit stuff as well. I, they're not on my list. I do have some rabbit shirts. I've struggled at times because of the material because they use so many different materials. They've yeah. got one material, um, and I can't remember what they cut. It's like a knit, yeah. and I struggle with the knit stuff because it snags or it does, to me, it chafes a little more. Uh-huh. Um, but I have, I've run in their, they have a sleeveless that I've run in for years. It's Trail Mannered logoed. Um, that's how much we liked it. Um, and it's a great shirt and that material I'm hoping is the one you're talking about because yeah. I could, maybe I should wear that in the ocean and then see how slick I could be if it's yeah, a baby dolphin You'd probably skin. swim pretty fast with it. And I'm not I a think. fast swimmer. I yeah. could porpoise, make the noises. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rabbit does make good stuff. Another brand that I, I totally support. Um, and they always, God, they come out with stuff all the time. They do. It They've always got mind. something new. They've always got something fresh. You know, they try to keep the patterns fun. Yep. You know, I think it's it's a fun company that, that I really like. Um, and that's all I've got for my shirts because that, that was the big one that I wore this year. Um, I need some help with some long sleeve shirts. I need to find a good long sleeve that I like because right now all I do is wear Squaw Peak 50 shirts because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's like the only good long sleeves I have. They're like champion brand or something. Um, so... Any suggestions on a good long sleeve to wear? I'm, I'm looking for one. So this is the part of, part of the show that we're going to ask for help because I'm stuck in this shirt realm as well. I focus a lot on the shorts and the jackets and the socks and the shoes, but shirts I've never really put a lot of thought into um, because for so long I always wore kind of the same stuff. And I was always kind of that tech material guy, mm-hmm. right? So I've always wore, which I still have on my list, the Patagonia Capoline Cool Lightweight shirt. It's 45 bucks. Simple, super simple. I don't like seams in -hmm. shirts as much as possible. Sometimes companies put that ribbing on the side, the ribs, but then you end up with like, you know, jaws teeth on it. They just tear you up. Um, But that's always been a great shirt for me. Um, And I'm I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. Where I changed in the last year and a half, I've been wearing the Path Projects t-shirts. Okay. Um, I love them. This, because the fit feels good on me. And the the, I'm not going to say they're baby dolphin skin. They're better. Um, but they're soft. I wear them like I wear their shirts out and about, right? Just a normal day, but I can run in them as well. And they I've never chafed. I really like the material. And they're simple, right? They they've started to come out with some logoed shirts, but for the most part, it's like a black shirt, right? And so I love wearing those shirts. Where I'm struggling is within the past year and a half, um, I've been wearing or wanting more sleeveless shirts. Okay. Not like a racing singlet. Yeah. I do have a tank. I'm not a tank guy. I bought my first tank top in Kauai two weeks ago because I don't I like myself in tanks. But I need a sleeveless option. So my girlfriend, she cuts sleeves off her shirt so like okay. she'll get a short sleeve and just cut them off and so i've kind of done that to be honest with you um but i'm just i want a good 
sleeveless shirt and I want some fun stuff, right? Cause I do, I wear a lot of black, a lot of solid colors, but I also want to get some, some flair sometimes when I'm feeling sassy out on the trail, you know? Um, so if you've got some ideas for some like sleeveless, especially let me know. Um, but I think I've seen a lot more getting away from your, what we used to call like a tech tee. Yeah. Right. To I a little agree. bit more softer materials. Yes. I think companies are getting more creative mm-hmm. with the materials they use. And I see a lot more coming back to like a cotton blend, mm-hmm. but not cotton. Yeah. Right? Cause that's what the past shirts are kind of a blend. Um, that I've never thought I would run in a shirt like that. Um, yeah. and I did once and I'm like, Hey, this ain't too bad. Right. So um, I'm kind of the same way with shirts. I've got the Capling cool weight shirt for 45 any of the past shirts online. And when you talk about long sleeve, the other thing I've been doing is they have a three quarter sleeve shirt. Okay. And I've been wearing those to run in and especially under like a Houdini because it keeps my arms warm, but it doesn't go all the way to my wrist. So I don't have to battle with a watch. Yeah. There's no cuff that's really tight, but it keeps my arms warmer. Yeah. I've never tried a three quarter sleeve. Yes. That, I mean, I, I'm always pulling my sleeves up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why not just go? Well, with I got that from sleeve. Joel. Okay. Right? Cause path gave us, four years ago, some three quarter sleeve. And I'm like, I don't wear three quarter sleeve. I think I'm the Fonz, you know, I'm not cool. You're way cooler. And Joel started wearing them and I'm like, maybe I'll try it. And I did. And I'm like, Oh, there's something to this. Yeah. Right. So I wear their three quarter sleeve when I want just a little bit more warmth in my arms. Mm -hmm. Cause obviously the, the rest is the same. Um, and then I've, I've wore like the three quarter zip, um, or the quarter zip, excuse me, quarter zip, some of the Patagonia stuff, the Capilene stuff I've really liked because of the material. And I, I wear those, all the time anyway yeah um yeah i do have a quarter zip like rabbit that's kind of that material that i really like you know that's i actually got it for christmas last year my kids gave it to me nice surprised me with it i didn't think i'd like it but i i really i really do it's something that i wear a lot you need to try that three-quarter option because again you don't have a cuff doesn't cover your watch you don't feel like you're pushing your sleeves up or Uh pulling them down um i wear it a lot this time of year for sure i've got like i think three okay um i don't know if they even have them anymore so i shouldn't say that too much i know they went long sleeve on their t-shirts i haven't got one yet the cascade t um yeah three quarters are pretty good yeah all right here we go this is to me this is the in in trail running gear there's two categories footwear and shorts yeah and there's battles with this stuff this is where you get people with big opinions it, for sure and and that's what's great about it though right because everybody's different on what you like so everything we just named you could be like you guys nope you know old navy they've got the bomb jackets whatever but when it comes to sh- run, uh, shorts and footwear i'm so particular that it's kind of maddening for me and other people around me right i'm just so particular so the next category we're going to talk about is run shorts and my game has changed so much within the last year and a half on run shorts like i never thought it would and so i'm going to lead the run short all right category so i've always been and i still have um patagonia the pro stride the five inch i went to five inch i wore seven inch forever but then I started feeling frisky, bumped up to the five, tried the three, got thrown in jail, went back to the five. Uh, so I'm in the five five inch realm. I love the Pro Strider short. I still do. I think they're in a great short um, with a liner. And I w- went to the point where I started cutting the liners out of them mm-hmm. because I would wear the Tahoe three inch base liner from Path. Okay. Because once I went to, to and I never liked liners i thought it's kind of creepy why would i want two things to wash in the laundry liners and then your shorts yeah just all in, give me an all in one right but i went to the 
baseliners chafing immediately stopped immediately without stuff right uh-huh. so then i started cutting the liners out of my pro striders okay well then path decided to say all right for all you fellas like eric with that rump with the junk in the trunk, we're going to come out with the, the relaxed fit because they okay. always had the, what they call the classic fit, and I struggled. Um, if you know me, if you've seen me, my quads and my booty aren't teeny. Um, comes from my soccer days, um, but they came out with a relaxed fit. I haven't looked back. Okay. And they came out with the, the backbone AT and PX 5-inch short. They're 49 bucks, which is killer for shorts. Yeah. Um, pro Strider is like 65 um, I'm going to actually buy a pair of seven inch of these for the winter, but they're sold out right now. Um, but I love the backbone short three pockets in the back. Well, there's kind of two on the side, kind of okay. like the pro stride short. Uh-huh. And I can stick stuff in those. My big gigantic laptop phone sticks in the back pocket, right? My mm-hmm. big old iPhone fits perfectly lightweight dries very fast when they get saturated and they're just super light. I have bought, and I purchased these. I don't get them. Like, I've bought, I think I have six pair. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, like, five liners. Yeah. Um, so, I just, that's all I wear. You will not see me in the last year in anything but these shorts and liners. And it's not because of any other reason, but I love them. They're consistent. Um, and so, I just buy them because I'm, I'm always nervous companies are going to quit making stuff. Yeah. And so, I think I have, like, two pair that I haven't even taken out of the packaging yet. I'm just kind of in my safe place. I'm yeah, not going to no, say where that we'll, is. We'll get to that here later on. <laughs> companies not making stuff I, I think both of us will hit that a little bit yeah um but yeah for me I, it's hard to say um I, and to change me out of this category you're gonna have to bring it anybody yeah. would because i'm just so stuck on all these um they actually also have another another short and i'm gonna forget the name of it that i have um and it's a relaxed fit um they don't make i think they have two models in the racks fit i think it's the crest the crest short has a back center pocket and kind of two pockets that are similar to the killian pant in the uh-huh. front okay. um which i still wear those as well um and it's not that i don't like them i just fell in love with the the backbone just cuz their pocket configuration the crest short um they make 5 7 and 9 inches in those so that's a short i can actually just wear camping yeah hiking just do whatever else so they changed my they changed my life um, in the run short and the liner game, so now I got more laundry. Right on. So that kind of sucks. Well, you know, you, you got to make sacrifices. But to make me quote unquote leave Patagonia, that's that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah, you had been all Patagonia all the time. Oh yeah. You know, it, shifting over to mine, I actually tried a pair of Patagonia shorts this year, and I honestly didn't like them. Really? Yeah. The I pro just, stride? Yeah, the pro stride. What, what do you like about them? I'm um, curious. Just the the way the liner fit. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't love it. Yeah. So I, I was surprised because everybody raves about them. Um, not everybody, but a lot of people yeah. rave about them. And so I, I just, this whole last couple of years, really, it, I've been pretty boring. I've just been wearing the Rabbit FKT shorts. No, those five are great shorts. Um, I like the way they fit. Yeah. Um, they've got a big pocket in the back with a zipper and then two loose pockets on the side that are nice for stuffing trash during races or yeah. holding gels if you want to. I did get one pair that had a hole in the pocket, and I lost a couple gels, but um, <laughs> that was my own fault. That wasn't Rabbit's fault. Uh, but, yeah, so that that's the short that I've been wearing um, in races. You know, I'll pick up cheap shorts once in a while just – for, to wear around and I'm never happy with them. Yeah. So again, this is something where a, a higher quality short is going to serve you better. Um, cause you wear it every day you run, you, you do. know, it, it's something that, that 
early on, I, I would just go to Ross and I'd buy, you know, $10 Nike or whatever shorts they had. And, and I never liked my shorts. And then I finally bought a nice pair of shorts and I was like, well, what, what have I been doing? So what, you know, the read off top of your head is like 65 I as well. I think it's like 65. Yeah. And, and that's and, still a good price the, for shorts. The thing what I really wearing. like about it probably is the way the waist fits. Oh, they got you a know, nice waist. It's just nice and loose, but, but secure, you know, you're not worried. It feels very comfortable and the way they're, I just like the fit too. I'm not a small guy either. So I like the looser fitting stuff. Um, and so that, that rabbit FKT served me well, but I, I do, I, but without talking to Eric beforehand, I did, did ask for a couple pairs of path project shorts. Um, cause I, I'm interested now that I, I like the pants so much just cause I like the, the material and the yeah. fit. And they're a great, so, if, and just for sizing, not that I'm spilling any beans, but like in the path stuff, um, in the baseliners, I wear a large Yeah. and then the shorts, I wear an XL. So I'm still like, even though they're relaxed fit and I'm not like huge yeah. by any means, um, but I am thicker and it, I mean, you could bust a coconut on my butt if I flexed it. It's not just flab. It's, there's some, there's some, it's firm. There's some firmness there. Um, but yeah, the sizing, because um, I mean, let's face it, you know, like liners, you talk uh-huh. about liners, it's a game changer yeah. in, in a short. If they're built in and they rub, they get in the creases, you yeah. know, they, they mess, it's a holiday season, so the twig and berries, they get get with that. It just, it, it changes it. It right? does. And, and so the, the liner for me, and those are, the liners are soft, and the great thing is they make them in like five, three, five, and seven. So if you like mm-hmm. a longer liner, it's yeah. the same material, they don't have the seams where you don't need them. Um, I just think they they do it right, and they offer them in different lengths, yeah. which a lot of companies don't do. They don't. I mean, I know the FKT has a couple. I know yeah. actually the Pro Strider does, um, but I know Path has like a five seven and nine inch. Which I don't really? know a nine inch short personally. I'm not sure what I'd wear that for. Well, because that's you almost were, a pant. Maybe if you were like being Courtney DeWalt or Francois Dane for <laughs> Halloween or something, yeah, maybe wear the long yeah. the long shorts. Because my legs ain't long, so if I were a nine, I would look like I had clam diggers on you know yeah. below the knees so i don't know if i, I could do that but yeah. but they don't have three inch which makes me appreciate their product line because sure. <laughs> at three inch, well rabbit has three inch they do i I've, have a pair i do too yeah. i ordered a pair of yeah. rabbit three inch and i'll put them on and go yeah you're not leaving the house yeah no way right <laughs> no way one day it would be nice to feel comfortable in that but those i might those days might be past me by yeah. now so, so back to sizing. So to kind of give you guys an, an idea. So in my path projects pants, I got a large and, yep. and that fits perfect. So did I. But like in those rabbit shorts, I wear a medium. Do you really? Um, yeah. I like the fit of the medium better. Medium? Yeah. Man, I haven't wore medium. I don't even want to say when, but wow. yeah. It, and again, I'm not, I'm not a small guy, but I, the mediums, I like the fit. The larges were just a little too loose. Wow. So, okay. So just kind of keep that in mind. So those rabbit ones can maybe fit a little bit bigger. Um, and then for, for a liner, for an independent liner, cause like with those path projects, pants, you yep. got to wear something yep. underneath. I'm a big fan of sacks. Oh yeah. Um, I've got a pair on right fan. now. There you go. If you were watching this show, I would show them to you. <laughs> they're, they're stars and stripes. Yeah. So I, I'm a big fan of sacks. I, I got turned on to them the first time I ran hurt because, um, somebody suggested that wearing a, a, a good underwear liner would save you from some chafing yep. and it really did. It does. Yeah. So, so I went to them and, and I haven't turned back. They've been really good. That's my everyday wear. There you go. Yeah. And I used to wear the Capoline boxer shorts. Okay. Like the boxer uh-huh. style. And I still have some um, because I just like them. I think I'm more like what I'm wearing 
over them is what I wear, but I wear a lot of like joggers and stuff now. Uh Um, I love the sack stuff. There's also a company that I found years and years and years ago, one of the first called My Package. And they're very similar to Saks, but I, I agree. I could run in those because they do make them in they have different like, materials. Yeah, they do. They have like an athletic one. Yeah. I'd have to look at the name. Um, but I did, I, when I was putting together my list, I didn't think of it until we were just talking. So, um, But you can go on their website and they have a more active mm-hmm. underwear. Different version. lengths. Yeah, exactly. Cool patterns. Uh, yeah. Because mine have, they're blue. I'm going to tell everybody what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I'm not Jake from State Farm, but they're navy blue with white stars and red trim. There you go. Patriotic. Not safe for work, folks. No, no. Yeah. But for for the record, I do have pants on. Yeah, um, that is and, true. And I can. We can confirm can that. Um, we, we have some standards with the show. Is that your short line? That is. So to me, that's where it's changed so much is is the short and liner combo. And I see a lot of more a lot more people going that route. Yeah. Because liners can be so iffy. Yeah. Right, they can like you could have the best short in the world and have a, a funky liner. And yep. I've known a lot of sh- uh, companies too make liners that are more of the um, the longer ones, right? Mm-hmm. So they kind of fit like a huggy short. Yeah, I, I can't. It's just do a it. crapshoot. Yeah, it is. Right, and so I think once you find something, because chafing in the nether regions has got to be the one of the worst things that could ever happen to For you, and sure. that's why there's so many different products just to address that situation, um, which. You know, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, I think the game's changed a little bit on the liner side um, and what people like. So again, whatever you think we're missing, throw it our way. Yeah, because I'm sure you guys, somebody knows something that's way better than what we're talking about or may, might work better for somebody else. Yeah, but it's not way better in my opinion. You really got to, you can bend me on a shirt and maybe a jacket like Preston did, but you got to bring it on the yeah. short and liner line. I'm pretty there stubborn. You go. Let's see if somebody can do it. Let's see if someone can break me. Like Drago says, I will break you. I break you. All right. Here's the the granddaddy. We have a lot still to cover, but this is the granddaddy for me. Because if you listen to this podcast, if you know me. Everybody I've knows str- what Eric's going to say right here. Everybody <laughs> I've struggled knows. with footwear for so many years. Like literally years. Thanks, Perlazumi. <laughs> you sons of. You know what you're saying. I love Perlazumi still. Um, footwear. Footwear is probably by far the most varied thing, even past nutrition. And probably the most important. Absolutely. Like, because, you know, I mean, there's so many brands. Each brand has 87 models in 27 colors. So literally you're picking from thousands of shoes. Yep. Right. Um, Some companies are a little more trimmed down than that, but, um, the folks here on the podcast are going to be a little uh, shocked that know me, com- where I've come to as of today. I think I know what you've been wearing lately. I know it's it's uh, and it's not not in any other reason, but for my foot, they nailed it because you know if you know me, I'm a Perlazumi V3 and two man. I I, rem- I still have two pair that three pair, and these are. Well, you're wearing five a pair years of old. Azumis today. I am the N1s. Yeah. And they're good looking, man, fresh out of the box, and they haven't made them for over five years. So that tells you what my storage unit looks like. I have three <laughs> pair of Pearl Azumi uh, V3N uh, N2s. Um, two of my favorite colors with the yellow, and then I've got an all black pair that I'm literally saving for 
quote unquote the day. And I don't know when that is yet. It'll hit me. That's going to happen. But those are my all time favorite shoes. I've never found a replacement. And I cannot tell you how many emails, phone calls, or suggestions I get that people tell me, oh, this is the replacement for that. Because when Pearl Azumi left, there were companies that chased that shoe. They would actually put in their description, you know, this will take place of. Well, I blank. remember the last podcast we did, the last gift one, uh, the North Face had come mm-hmm. out with a shoe that they swore was the replacement. Okay, so, and a quick thing to that, the North Face of the Vective uh-huh. line, the guy that designed those designed the Pearl Azumi. Yeah. That's the same guy, right? Now, I wanted, I bought two pair of those North Face yeah. shoes and returned both of them because I want them so badly, but they were still just too snug in the forefoot. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's it. I, I thought they were comfortable. I'm hoping it changes a little bit. Mike Thompson, if you're out there, you're the man. You're still my best buddy in the whole world when it comes to shoes, but just a little wider for this boy. But that was, he's the same guy that developed them, and that's where he kind of did the similarities yeah. to it. Um, but, and I've tried, and I've been all over the world, talking to everybody across the globe, gurus, shaman, everybody, sorcerers, sorceresses. I'm sitting on right now, I wear, you ready for this, pod uh, listeners? Uh-oh. The Hoka, I said the H word, Yep. Mafati Speed 3, but it's got to be the yellow ones. The yellow ones. So they're, they're 170 bucks. This is where it hurts my heart. Yeah. Now I'm not I'm not trying to be any other way, but historically, um, due to the background of my previous employment, I, I didn't really pay full retail for stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I do now. So when I'm looking at a pair of shoes, 170, and that's before tax shipping or tax. Yeah. And if if you're an REI member, don't tell me to use your discount because they won't let you on Hoka stuff. I found that out the hard way. I saved my 30 percent. Oh, 30% Sorry, coming. take that dividend somewhere else. No, they let you use your dividend, oh, okay. but when they do their, their specials, you can't use it on Hoka stuff. So um, my Christmas wish list is some listener out there that has a Hoka code. <laughs> there you go. Just email me, manners at trailmanners.com. I would love you forever. Um, but I love the shoe. I abs- I've been wearing it for a year. I'm on my third pair. So I bought two yellow pairs, run through them. Uh-huh. Um, <sighs> I had to order the dazzling blue desert sun pair, which is turquoise, and I struggle. I've tried to get them dirty, just don't but like they the won't color? get dirty. Oh, I don't like the color. Jeez, I don't like the color. Um, but the other color um, that I that I really like is it the red one, the provincial blue fiesta. Oh. Like, listen to the name of that provincial blue slash fiesta. That sounds sexy with three X's. Sure. Three yeah. X's in sexy. It's a fiesta. So that's my favorite color, but they were sold out. Um, when I when I got the turquoise, but I love the shoe. I absolutely love it. Everybody's been trying to get me to do the speed goat for so long, yeah. but it's still too narrow for me. And the wide ones are too sloppy. Okay. So I am looking forward to the speed goat five. Yeah. To see what's going on there. I know they changed the upper. Um, they've done a few tweaks to it. But I'm telling you what, folks, this men's Mafati Speed Three, it feels good. Yeah. You know, I I've always meant to try it, but I just never have. Um, just because when we get to me, I'll tell you why, but I've just never tried it, but, but I've always heard great things about it. Nobody's ever said that's a horrible shoe. Yeah. Well, and for me, if you listen to the show and know me, my, my sweet spot is like four to five mil drop. Mm -hmm. These are four mil drop, which is, which is fantastic. Um, a lot of shoes from another company that I'll mention in a minute are usually like eight to 10. Yeah. And, And people say, how can you fill it? You can, I can anyway. I, 
I can't. It sounds silly. I, I was having this conversation with my buddy Seth not too long ago. But like, you feel like you're wearing high heels almost. Oh, it's I totally so weird. Because you're saying, well, it's four millimeters. You know how small that is? It's not much. Yep. But you can feel it. Yep. You, uh, I can. Maybe I I'm can. just a princess uh, with a P. Well, great. Then I am too. Yeah. So we got a couple princesses here. Yep. But but the other thing too is like people look past is not only can you feel it, but it absolutely changes you know, how your body functions, mm-hmm. right? We're Achilles, your calf, your foot, whether you think it does or not, it does. And that's partly why if you buy a pair of ultras, there's any zero drop line, they flat out will tell you, and I love ultra for doing this. They say, just, if you haven't your zero drop, you got to get used yeah. to it, right? Cause it can change your mechanics just enough. Yeah. Right. Cause I've wore ultra and I'm actually looking forward to the Mont Blanc that's coming out next year. Um, it's a new model they got that looks pretty sexy. Yeah, I've seen pictures of it. Um, but I, I have been. I've been wearing the Hoka. I did get a deal on a pair, and that's why I got the turquoise. And when I bought them, because of the deal, I bought two pair. And so thank Ooh. you, and you know who you are that helped me out on those. Um, but I, I want the yellows for because they're going to get rid of them. They always get rid of stuff I like. Always. Right? And I don't want them. Like, if I find out they're getting away from this shoe, I would probably go buy three or four pair even at that well, price. And- you better hope that nobody else finds out or else you're going to be like me out of luck with your favorite pair of shoes of all time. Okay. So um, I'm not done, but I'm going to switch over to you because I talked about, I'm wearing the Mafati speed three, love them. Um, I'm ta- I talked about the speed goat five coming out. It's going to be at 145, and they're, so they're less. Uh-huh. Right. And so I'm like, Mafati speed three. Why, why yeah. you got to be so much for me, man? Yeah. Well, um, it, I, it's that upper, I think. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's again. So, I'm I'm a little upset at Hoka right now because Uh-oh. the best shoe ever. I think you you could ask all their pros. You could ask everybody except for a, a very few. Like Tim Tolleson loves the Mafate, right? But like the Evo Speed Goat. Oh yeah, w- was the best shoe ever in my opinion. I, I know it didn't work for everybody, but every race I was at, it seemed like the shoe that I saw. So t- I, tell the listeners what's the difference between the Evo Speed Goat and the Speed Goat. So it's the upper. So, so the upper of the Evo Speed Goat has the Matrix upper. It's called. It's just a, a it's it's a little bit more flexible, lighter. Okay. It was like an ounce and a half lighter than the Speed Goat Four, um, and so so the bottom everything was the same on the sole. The outsole rubber, everything was exactly the same as the Speed Goat. They just changed that upper, and the idea was they did it for Western States for Jared Hazen and, and Jim Walmsley. Oh, I thought you could say they did uh, it for Keanu Reeves. Yeah, they did in the for Matrix Keanu. upper. Yeah, that Matrix upper. <laughs> no, they did it because it it drains really well going okay. in and out of the water all the time. Oh, okay. Um, so it drains really well. It's super lightweight and it breathes really well. And I I legit raced in that shoe all this year, last year, and most of the year before. Like that was the only shoe that I would race in. Um, they, they were expensive, so I would sometimes train in the regular Speed Goat because okay. it, it was like $40 more. I think it was like 175 same or 180 Same feel, though? Yeah, same feel, okay. just better. Okay. So better fit on your foot. It just felt like a running shoe. Gotcha. Um, and like a faster shoe. So I, I'm a little disappointed. I think, I mean, Jim Walmsley still wore them at UTMB. I think Hayden Hawks just wore them at Nine Trails. Like all their pros still are wearing them. And I think Jim Warham in South Africa just barely at that that 100K that he just ran the Cape Town 100K. And so, like, obviously all the pros still love him. They swear that the Tecton is going to replace it. That's, oh, yeah. That's their new one. That's that on my list yeah, to talk about. Yeah, so they're coming out with it. It's it's a carbon-plated shoe. It's two carbon-plated. Two carbon plates. Yep. Um, it's going to be light. It's going to be like nine ounces. 
and kind of that same they always do the vibram rubber everything but it also comes in at 200 bucks exactly <laughs> and it's not coming out till may of exactly. next year exactly well and that's the thing is they said the tecton and the speedgoat 5 were going to be ready for december and then now it's like may and it's like okay and now a speedgoat 4s which is what i'm wearing now uh-huh. are hard to find are hard well they're hard to find yep. yeah and and like i think i bought one of the last pairs in the state of utah i had to drive down to runner's corner buy in them. utah county and buy them um and so that's what i'm wearing now is the speedgoat 4 um which i like it's a great shoe it's got thicker lugs than than that evo speedgoat so like I wore them pacing at Hard Rock this year. It was awesome coming off some of those steep descents. And, you know, maybe I should have worn them at Wasatch. But, yeah, Speedgoat 4, it's a great shoe, solid shoe, cheaper. The upper I don't love, but they changed it for the 5, yep. which I thought I was hoping I'd have for her, the 5. Oh, yeah. But it's not going to happen. I'm going to be wearing Speedgoat 4s, which, again, great shoe, solid shoe. And I'm just such a, a Hoka diehard, I guess, that I, I can't switch to anything else. But that's where I'm at with shoes. Well, it's funny when people see me locally running in Hoka, they always are like, you're in Hoka's? You're in Hoka's? And I'm like, that's what I've got so far. Well, it's because right? it's good. <laughs> and I've never wore Hoka's before. I yeah. tried, there's multiple times I tried like the Challengers early on and a few others yeah. and they just never worked well, for the me. the quality of some of those earlier Challengers. I, I wore a brand new pair at a race once and blew them out. You wow. know, on a 50 miler. It's but, like, thanks. But here's what I do is I, <laughs> I take all the laces out and I put in my Pearl Izumi laces. Ooh. So it still, you know, still takes me home, country so, road. So speaking you know what I'm of saying? the lacing with the Speedgoat 4s, if you have a problem with them, something that me and one of my buddies have figured out is if you loosen them all the way mm-hmm. and then just gently tighten them up, it fits better. Yeah. So that's our, our opinion. You don't have to do that, but it, it's made it so I like the 4s better. I just put Pearl Izumi shoe laces there in them go. from my old... I took So, so it's got time. enough Pearl that you're it happy. It does, and it's got enough of the... It's, it brings that spirit to my feet to my feet feel more it okay is. we're back alive yeah. we're, we're not wearing that but i do i really like the hoka um mafati speed three i don't know if they're changing them i don't know if they're going to discontinue i haven't heard well they might they just discontinued what i think is their best shoe they ever made great so again well, I, like i always tease my buddy shane martin because he has like a garage full of shoes like he he whipped out a brand new pair of speed goat twos the other day nice. right and i'm like where'd you get those you don't want to see like, my storage unit. Got, <laughs> you don't want to know how many pairs of shoes i got and i always thought it was goofy until hoka did this to me yeah. you know well, and here I I am. Pearl. yeah my daughter we went to our storage unit she took a picture of all my shoe boxes and sent it to a couple people just to say See, my dad's got a problem. Yeah. This is why my daughter's like, this is why I don't eat. My dad buys shoes. Yeah. But no, my daughter eats. It's uh, sometimes. It, it, sometimes. When I let her. But on my list, besides those, like I'm looking forward to Speed Go 5. Just check them out. Yeah. Again, May's a long time to wait. And the problem, like I, I flew to uh, Kauai last week, two, a couple weeks ago. It was so interesting to find it. LAX and seeing all the boats in the ocean. Yeah. I was blown. Like I've heard and what, but seeing it for yourself, you're like, wow, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. That, you know, stuff is going to be like yeah. next phase before the, that phase is sold. Yeah. Right. Even cars. So, and on that speed goat five, I guess they changed the upper. So it's, they say it's knit, but I saw, yeah, picture. but 
but I don't know what that means. Everybody that I've talked to that's put a pair on, like at, at running shops, they yep. say they love them. Okay. But again, how's that going to perform? Yeah. I don't know. Catch a tree branch but, and just rip but it Oak out. has been pretty good at the speed goat, except for that very first one. Well, the only other two I have on my list besides that, um, and you mentioned is a Tecton. It's an X, so I don't know if that's 10 or just X, because um, I know the carbon, they call it yeah, carbon X. So I'm carbon going X, X, Rocket X. Right? That's just what they say when it has a carbon plate. Gotcha. So they got the Tecton. Um, it's going to be the same as the Speed Goat 5, far as their, um, it's a 33 mil heel and 29 mil uh, toe. Uh, two ounces lighter than the Speed Goat, but it does have the two carbon plates. But coming in at 200 bucks, I mean, this is so. So when Hoka came into the running shoe world, they're the ones that push the price point they always have so they they were the ones i remember when they first came out and they had what i i thought they were like moon boots right the coloring yep. and the way they looked and carl was the first guy here and i remember the pricing and everybody's like these guys will never stay that's ridiculous yeah well here we guess are what? here we are right um but they do they're the, to me they keep like even in their road shoes the carbon ones were yeah. over 200 bucks yeah right so they're they're pushing it which is fine because we all know that a shoe makes the world a difference, you know, especially when you can't find one you like. And I've tried so many pair. I've wore the ultras. I, I don't mind the ultras at all. I've wore the uh, the Timps and the uh, Olympuses. That's why I'm kind of looking forward to the Mont Blanc. Uh, but the other shoe I've been wearing um, is a Solomon shoe, which is ironic because they're the ones I was talking about earlier that are usually that really high mill the differential and the drop. Yeah. So it, it's like high heels and I've loved their shoes. The very first trail runs I ever went on, I had the Solomon XA glides. Okay. And they weighed, uh, 47 ounces. Um, <laughs> that's what they feel like now, right? When they first came yeah, out, but I loved funky. them. I love the lacing yeah. systems, all that stuff. The ultra glide. I have a pair of, um, and, uh, a friend of the show, um, he was with the Pearl in the days. Yeah, um, Mike Ambrose. Mike Ambrose he's, he's with the shoe. Yeah, and so yeah. He, he actually emailed me. He's like, hey, you got to check this out when it comes out. Of course, I paid full retail, folks, so it doesn't matter who you know sometimes. He so, still owes me a pair. Yeah, he's coming back. He's moving back, back to Ogden, right. so I'm going to bust him up. Uh, there's six mil drop, so it's still four to six is kind of where I hang. Uh, 34 mil in the back, 28 in the front. I have a pair of the blue ones, and I really like them. I really yeah. do. It's not a shoe for me. I am a bigger guy, and until things change this next year it's not something i would wear on like a hundred miler yeah even a 50 miler most likely right but it's something i could easily i wear them around a lot with my my joggers because they mm -hmm. look solid um, but i could wear them on you know 10 15 mile trail run yeah. no, no problem it's, it's a, a shoe it's that a i've been shoe. interested in trying it's a good sure. shoe and they sold out so fast yeah and that's why i bought a pair i think i got them from rei because no one carried them yeah. solomon was sold out so i should be sponsored by rei i decided you should I hope the you Utah running right. shop here locally carries them now. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. And they, they came out with a new color. Yeah, they have a red and black one in there now. It's super good looking. And I like know, the blue, though. If you're looking for shoes, what I've noticed is a shop that gets shoes, Seven Hills Running in Seattle, uh -huh. they get them for anybody. Okay. I swear, if you follow them on Instagram, I have no allegiance. I've never been there, but I follow on Instagram to get all my, my, my juice. They, they always have stuff before anybody else okay and it's it blows my mind i don't know how they do it i don't want to know right because i don't want to end up in a ditch but if just a plug seven hills running in seattle you if you want to know what's coming out and they what they do an amazing job of is they'll take shoes that come out and compare them side by side okay. they'll take like the north face vective line and they'll compare it to a hoka right okay. something that's supposed to be similar and they give you the best breakdown 
shoe drop I difference, like weight, ride, feel, everything. So if you want to know more about stuff, that's a great resource. I use them all the time. Yeah, I've uh, got a resource shoes. for that for tech stuff. We you'll have to remind me when we get down there. Gotcha. It's it's, a, it's super helpful if you can look at things side by side. Exactly. I love that. They do that, and that's partly why I've been buying certain things is mm-hmm. because of that. So are we done with the footwear? Yeah, I'm, well, except if we want to throw socks in here. No, we'll, we'll take that down to the miss. Okay, Alanius. Um, but So footwear, again, send us your stuff. I know there's a lot. Um, they just had the running event down in Austin um, that I'll be at next year, which I'm really excited to go back to. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that was released or talked about, but the problem is uh, the state of the world we're in, it's not you stuff you're going to have for spring gonna either. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's what's weird is I, sw- like, Seven Hills has a picture of the Ultra Mont Blanc they're showing in their hands. There you go. And just weird they're stuff. Just, they're slinging it already. They're, they're, they, maybe they, maybe they paddle out to the boats. You know, that's a long paddle, but if you're going to do it, yeah, you, you got to well go all it. in. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll jump next um, to the hydration category. And when I say hydration, this is packs, handhelds, waist belts, that type of thing um, is going to be next. And then we got a few more things and we'll kind of get through it. Um, the next one we have, like I said, is the hydration side. So um, for me, changed. People are going to get blown away again. I've 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 grown as a human being. Uh-oh. I just turned fifty this year, You're so maybe over that's a lot of new leaves. I like so this. my whole running I career. Think we, I been, think it's Sarah. We can thank Sarah. <sighs> Is it a thank? You think? Yeah, I think okay. so. All right. Um, hydration. I've all and I still do. Don't get me wrong. I still have a lot of packs. Um, Ultra Spire. I think Bryce has always put out quality stuff. There's no question in my mind that he's an innovator. He we Ultra Running has everything to thank him for. And I've been wearing that stuff for years. But this year, I switched allegiances a little bit. I still have my Ultra Spire stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I've been wearing Solomon vests. There you go. And Which one? I've been wearing the Active Skin 5 and 8. Okay. So the 5 for short stuff, 8 for anything long. Because I decided I don't need big, like the 12s and stuff. That's just too much space. Yeah. Right? Because then I'm, I know I'll pack it and not use it. Mm-hmm. So I've switched over to those stupid little bottles that you wear on your yeah. chest. And if you listen to past Christmas guide episodes, I've always been against them, but I learned how to use them. You read the instruction manual. I don't like the long tubes, right? No, I don't it's like, like something dangling in your face, sticking yeah. in your nose. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I used to say, I can never get them back in. I can never get them back in. So yeah. now I've got it to where I kind of contort my body yeah. just enough and, and do it. And then when you fill them up, they go in fairly easy. Um, but I've gone to the Solomon Active Skins, mm-hmm. and they make them in black. Yep. Um, you know me, simple. you know, I'm, sim- I'm, I'm a simpleton. Yeah. I'm a simple guy, but that's all I have on my hydration because there I've also go. changed a new leaf where I don't take water under 10 miles. Yeah. Right. So I don't even use handhelds. If I'm going over 10, I just throw a vest on. Uh-huh. Right. So if I go under 10, I just, I'm, I'm nude as far as hydration goes. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm over 10, I just chuck the five on because it's, it's tight enough but it's got the expansive pockets and i can put if it's under 15 it'll be one bottle in the front and the phone in the chest on the other side balances it out and it totally balance i learned that and it balances it out exactly so that's all i got that's it that's it on the hydration side super simple and i love i love it i still have handheld so yeah i just don't use them so i've always been a solomon pack guy um they they just fit snug and i i don't feel like it bounces so i'm definitely a solomon pack guy but I haven't loved the newer versions of them that yeah. they've come out with. So I, I get a little picky, and it's like a version three or four ago. It's like the S-Lab Advanced Skin mm-hmm. 5 or something. So I wear the 5 set. 
because um, I like that kangaroo pouch in the back yep. that I can just stuff my phone back there. I can put whatever toilet paper or whatever I want to carry back there. Lots of pockets. Um, I like the front bottles. But, yeah, so that's my pack. I, I just love the fit. Um, it, as a former football player, I feel like it fits snug like shoulder pads. Um, some of the other vests I've tried – just don't. And mm-hmm. I, I won't mention them by name because I don't want to slander anybody because yeah. those vests work really well for some people. Yep. But for me, that Solomon vest. Um, but lately, um, the thing that I wear every run is the Ultimate Direction Utility Belt. Okay. Um, just it goes around your waist. It has a big pocket in the front, big pocket in the back, and side pockets. So I can fit my phone. I can stuff a water bottle in the back, and then I can put gels in the side. So gotcha. I, can, I can get through a pretty long run with just that. Um, it, it's nice and, and you can carry like a jacket on the outside or even in one of those pockets, you can carry poles in the back. It has loops for poles. So, so it's just really something I like. Um, and then handhelds I, I've been using more as well. Um, I raced some of, some of my shorter events this year with just handhelds and, and I love just the Nathan mm-hmm. hard bottle handhelds. They, they're like 22 ounces. Yeah. So you get plenty of liquid in there. Um, but yeah, that's what I, what I've been using for hydration. Um, that Solomon pack is something, uh, even when I can't find the older ones, I'll just buy a new one. Cause they still are the better ones. Yeah. For me. They just fit better. I'm the same way. And I still have a few handhelds that I could use. Yeah. Um, I just, I've, I'm glad I've turned the corner on some of this stuff. Like almost yeah. simplified my running a for little sure. bit. Um, and then again with the past shorts, I could that it's easy to put my phone if I need a gel. Yeah, I can just chuck them in there. So it's really a wa- the vest is more of a water situation. Yeah, and right? and I with my phone in the shorts, I just don't like how that rides. That's why that Ultimate Direction Utility Belt's become an everyday thing. Yeah, because it's just I, I like it. Good. Is that it for your hydration side? That is. There we go. Yep. So we're simple here. Yeah. Right. Nutrition. This is a, this is the one that's all over the board, right? I mean, there's so much out there. Everybody has their own style. Everybody has their own likes and dislikes. Um, I've simplified my game so much um, within the past year. I haven't still got it dialed, but I've gone to two companies now, pretty much. Um, I do spring energy gels, and I usually stick to the mango. Okay. Because um, I like those. They don't hurt my stomach. Um, if I'm going long when I did the Bighorn 100 this year, which I'm going to say now I didn't finish, um, my stomach went south, but it wasn't because of that. It was the heat, okay. right? And I kind of screwed that up a little bit. That was self-inflicted. Um, but I like the spring energy gels. I like the f- consistency and flavor. Um, there's other things I've tried, but I also like that a lot of companies now are putting stuff in their drink mix, uh-huh. right? As opposed to getting your calories through a gel. Yeah. Um, I've taught my body a little bit more to, to nibble at aid stations yep. for the calories if you needed. Um, the scratch bars, if I need something solid, I love the scratch bars. They've got savory. They've got sweet. The flavors are good. They're different. Um, you know, like the lemon ones or the, the, the pistachio and they've got a miso one. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those. Their electrolyte drink, Scratch, uh, is the only thing I use. I okay. love, love, love it. And then the recovery drink they have. I still am a recovery drink guy, not a chocolate milk guy, and I still love me some Scratch Recovery, you know, the chocolate flavor. What's that? Why not just do both? Chocolate milk? Come on. I, I've, done, I've done that. Do, and just. I've done that. And so I've done that. And on the electrolyte side, I still have some uh, first endurance stuff. I've always yeah. been a first endurance guy for probably the bigger part of my trail running life. Um, but but Scratch, um, I really like the way they explain what's in their stuff. Uh-huh. I really like to explain why 
it's in their stuff and they're kind of more along the lines of like real food because they have like their cookbook and all their rice stuff mm-hmm. and we've talked about that in the past so as far as nutrition goes that's kind of my realm but i'm always open to new stuff i'm kind of an uh, uh I don't say anti-gel guy, but yeah. I've never found a gel. Um, the spring one's the closest that I could have consistently. I almost would like this year um, with the races I have coming up to have gel as more of a, a fill-in, right? Okay. If I don't have something, that's my fill-in. And then the I've never had a problem with like too much of an electrolyte drink. Like I could do the lemon-lime all day. Okay. So that's my nutrition stuff. Well, my nutrition stuff is pretty basic too. So gel wise, I like to kind of keep a few options open. I use a lot of spring energy mm-hmm. and I use a lot of just goo. Um, goo works for me pretty dang well. I know it doesn't work for everybody. This is always my caveat with it because some people can't stand it, but I, I like just goo. Uh, I've experimented a bit. I got some free Mar, Mar 10 stuff. Oh yeah. Um, that stuff I like, but it's expensive. It's really, ex- it's yeah. really expensive. So I, I've just stuck and spring's not cheap either, but spring, I feel like it, it just goes down easier and you can get some pretty high calorie stuff. You know, they're awesome sauce ones, like 180 calories, the speed nut ones, 250 calories. Uh, you don't have to eat as much. You feel like uh, the consistency is good. And then for my drink mix, I'm kind of starting to migrate away from the goo roctane. And I really like the gnarly nutrition oh, yeah. fuel two O. Okay. Um, I first actually, my, my buddy and our, our friend, mutual friend, Trevor Fuchs, um, he is, has been a gnarly nutrition guy historically and helped him develop their fuel two O. and he kind of was always pushing me towards it. And I didn't try it actually. And this is a big no, no, but it didn't hurt me until race day at Wasatch this year. Um, and it, it was good. Yeah. And it's, it's they have like the cherry cola. Yeah. They have the cherry cola. They have the lemon lime that's yeah. non-caffeinated. I actually um, do drink that as well. I, yeah. I shouldn't have left that off. And, I do like and that. Gnarly nutrition is a local Utah company here. Um, they're really making a push into the endurance uh, field, uh, and I think they've done a really nice job. They have for sure. Yeah, so that's that's all I use is spring spring energy, goo gels, and occasionally goo roctane, and then and then gnarly fuel two o. Yeah, and I have used that. I should not. I feel and, bad for leaving them. Yeah, off no. The list. But and gnarly has a great recovery drink. They have a, a BCCA drink. They have a a lot of different nutritional beverages and they're all pretty dang good and tasty. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So this is kind of the, the, the junk drawer, right? This is our miscellaneous category. So we've kind of covered these special categories. We're going to go through this. I'll say fairly quick because it kind of is just that overall, what, what are the extras? And yep. this is where socks will fall in and some other things. Then we got one more category after that. Um, so this is kind of like your miscellaneous group. So this is where we talk about, well, we can talk about socks. Okay. So you, you mentioned that earlier. I'm going to let you lead off with the All sock right. line. So socks, I've tried to get away from the one that's always worked for me just because I don't always like how they look. Not that they look horrible. They they have some some good options, but the features, mm-hmm. like three-quarter. So like I, I like a longer sock. I'm not a no-show guy. Mm-hmm. So so the mid, th- sorry. The, anyways, lost my train of thought. The features sock, the the high cushion one is my go-to sock. Yep. Um, I've tried the Stance performance socks, and I like them, 
and they look way better and they have way more options, but it just doesn't work for me if I'm going to, like if I'm in an ultra situation, I've got to have the sock I can trust and it's just features. Yeah. I, I'm a features guy and I'm a stance guy. Yeah. Those are the two that I've got some, a uh, couple other brands that I've dabbled with a little bit, but I always find myself going back and I do no shows primarily. Uh-huh. This time of year, I switch over to that kind of crew look Yeah, um, just because of the snow and just protecting your ankles and, and different things. Um, but primarily, I'm a no-show features guy. Um, stance, I do have a few of their no-shows. I'm a stance guy every day. I, I wear all their yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, every I love their sock. socks for just wear around. Yeah, so that's kind of my my thing on the socks is features and stance still. And I've never been an Injinji guy, um, and that comes up a lot. I get questions yeah. on those. And if you've seen my feet, you may know why. My, my little toes, and they're kind of got some issues, and I always get too tired putting them on. I get you know, exhausted. They're a good sock. They really are. But I've just never had problems with my yep. with toe blisters or anything. And yep. so it kind of just complicates it for me. I like it. It's a great product. But for me, I can just wear features just yep. fine. And so I'm going to rattle down my list here. This is kind of the miscellaneous okay. category. This is the a la carte. What do you, and I'm just going to rattle it down and then I'm going to give uh, Preston to go. Uh, Hypervolt gun. I love my thump. I call them just a thumper gun. Yeah. It's a thumper gun. Now, I got a Hypervolt and the customer service, everything is impeccable. But I also decided to go on Amazon because I wanted a compact one, uh-huh. and I found one like forty bucks, yeah. and it's tiny, and I love it. Yeah, no issues. Um, but I love the Thumper gun for every reason, like just whatever, right? So I like a Thumper gun. If I'm going to do the headlamp side, there's um, one. So at the bottom, I'm going to say what I want. Okay. Because some of this stuff is what I have. I have a what I want for Christmas list. So what I have, my go-to. One of my favorite all-time things is the Petzl headlamp, the Bindi. Okay. It's 45 bucks, 200 lumen, and it's teeny. But it's so perfect if you want to start a run that you know you're going to finish maybe when the sun's coming up. Yeah. Right? So I start at 5, 530, do 10 miles, the sun's coming up. It's teeny. It's got like a more of a stretchy cord um, that goes around your head, and I can fit it in my pocket when I'm done. So I have to wear this big bulky headlamp. So it's like a quick go-getter um, that I love. The Bindi from Petzl is amazing. Um, what you're going to start seeing more from me is I've got the Insta 361 X2 camera. It's like 380 bucks. It's got the, it's a 360 camera. I took it to Hawaii and just crushed it with it. And I'm like in love with it. Okay. And it's got the invisible stick type thing. Um, and I don't do a ton of videos when I run because it's just like extra to carry. Yeah. And I'm not a photo shoot guy. Um, but I could see this coming into a lot of my adventure runs. Okay. Um, because it's super cool because in the past I got the Insta 360 go, which is super tiny, like chapstick size, okay. and you can put it places. Get the go to if you want to get something fun. It's two hundred seventy bucks. <laughs> the new one is, um, but they're super video fun. Guy, so I'm, I'm not, just over here laughing. So, but. so I shoot video. And I don't do anything with them. Sometimes yeah. I'll look at them on my phone and go, "That is so cool," and that's all I ever look at. There them you again. go. So this is my challenge for myself this year: yeah. is to document Show more, Gunner and that's it. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to get his feet hardened, but yeah, so that. <laughs> Um, stocking stuff for stuff, squirrels, nut butter. I always have that on hand. Um, and I use it in the heat more than anything. Yeah. Um, even with a liner, it's just that extra protection. Make sure I got it there. Um, but I love squirrels, nut butter. I've loved them from day one. Um, when they first came out, uh, Thornley's a stud, everything he's done in the trail running community is amazing. Um, so I always have supported squirrel nut butter. So I love that stuff. I buy their swag just to buy it, um, just to support the company. 
Um, an easy gift for somebody in your love in your life is the Gooder Shades. Super inexpensive. Um, I don't wear sunglasses a lot when I run, but when I do, and I work for Smith Optics for 15 years. Yeah. Um, but Gooders are they scratched? I'll just buy a new pair, right? Because yeah. they're so inexpensive. It's another true. great gift. The Sunto Nine. Uh, Sunto Peak 9, uh-huh. the Barrow. That's the watch I've used for years. Um, can't go wrong there. And I'm going to talk about that later. Um, and the last two things for your gift, gift cards from a local run shop. I've support. I've said that for years. Wherever you're at, if you want to give a gift to your running friend, give them a gift card to a local run shop. Yeah. Right? Not Jackrabbit, not anything big. Get yeah. it. Find the local one. There's somebody there that, that could use your help. Yep. And they're... they're you know, they're always going to, even if it's a $25 gift card, mm-hmm. right? They can get 25 bucks towards something or buy some socks or buy some nutrition. We've always supported or love supporting those small businesses. Um, and then the big thing um, that I love, this is a miscellaneous category, is the one-wheel pint. Um, within the last year and a half, two years, I bought a one-wheel. Yeah. And it's been a blast. I've and seen it, those videos. And I'll tell you, yeah, I've crashed pretty hard on <laughs> one of those. But it's good, though, for you. It, like, works your stabilizer stuff, yeah. man. And I'm not a skater, so they it was a big fun. change. I've, I've been scared a few times. The guys were, like, coming up the trail in them. And I'm yeah. like, what are you guys I doing? I couldn't ride one on yeah. a trail. If I got one on a trail, you'd see me upside down, backwards, and inside out. It's it's not pretty. But that's kind of like my round-out miscellaneous. And that, I love you know, it. You could throw in, you know, coaching services for your friend or yourself. Get yourself some coaching services. You could do, you know, traction for your shoes, race entry gifts. You know, these are just gifts. This is the gift show. So those are some of the out there miscellaneous things that I have on my list. Um, And I'm going to let Preston go and see what he's got on there. Yeah, so one here, and I'm going to just totally plug something for Eric here because it's so simple, but... I bought a hat for the Trails Foundation of Northern Utah. I've got it here. I wore it on purpose because this is not my wear around hat. But it's just a simple flex fit trucker style hat. And it it is so flexible and like packable. Packable. It's awesome. Yep. Like it, it's my favorite hat. I wear it on pretty much every run. I have an Ogden made hat that's similar, but it's just not as flexible. You know, I, I just love this hat. Um, and it you, you support a good cause here locally for us. Uh, and for Eric. Um, so just look into that. Trails Foundation in Northern Utah says, I'm a trail user. It's been my go-to hat. Anybody that runs with me seen me wear it. Um, I wore it today on my run. So there you go. That's my hat. Um, traction. It's that time of year around here. Everybody always goes with the micro spikes, you know, those sorts of things. Catula actually came out with a newer one called the Exo Spike. It's not as thick. It's not like a mini crampon. It's just got these carbide tips and they were designed with the idea that you could run on dirt, ice, and snow with them. It's what I wore on my run today. And, and you don't feel like you have to take it off um, if you're getting onto dirt or things. Because those micro spikes, I'd always roll my ankles. Yep. Um, so the the Catula Exo spikes, that's that's something that I, I think is a must-have. Light-wise, I'm a, an Ultra Spire Lumen 600 guy. Oh, I love that waist Love belt. that light. I mean, the the um, what's that other company? I just uh, It's a... Uh Kagala. Kagala, yep. also very good light. It's a little heavier, um, but the battery lasts longer. It's super bright. The light is maybe better, but I, I love my Ultra Spire. I've had it for like five years, yep. and it's still kicking. I've got a couple batteries to switch out on it. I love that I light. I love that waist belt. Um, it, it's been my go-to. It, at hundreds, it, it helps me a ton. Um, and then uh, watch-wise, this last year, I switched to the, the, the Phoenix 6 Pro from Garmin. Battery life, super awesome. 
Um, it's got interchangeable like uh, wristbands that you can do different colors. Uh, just been a high quality watch. It's got maps on it that actually sounds silly, but like I've I've traveled for work and gotten kind of turned around, and you, you can just look at the map where you're at. It'll show you where you are. Um, so those those are all my miscellaneous items, and then one thing that a little bit more expensive than an item i'm not a gooder guy i can't mm-hmm. do the gooders yep. i don't like how they fit i'm a jewel bow guy gotcha. i get get teased my first pair that i had my friend told me they were sketchers for my face they just were that stylish he thought <laughs> Joe montana would yeah love it. yeah <laughs> and kim kardashian yeah no i i got teased for them but the new pair that i got um recently is the jewel bow rush it's it's an expensive piece of piece of equipment but i, I really love it um, the, it's got the adaptive lens. So it is, as the day gets brighter, they get darker as the day gets darker, they get, they go lighter, almost clear. Yep. So those are my miscellaneous items. Squirrels, nut butter, always a must have, um, something that, that anybody can always use. So I'm going to th- throw one last one on this list because I, I have to, um, we got some trail manor swag still online. We got some shirts with the new logo. There we go. Gunner running. It's a good way to support the show. We're back, folks. If you want us to stay back, you got to help us out. And I hate to say that. I hate to be that guy, but I love doing the podcast, as you heard. Um, but there's some cool, fun stuff. You know, we still got a few hats. And, and Trevor mentioned this Trails Foundation hat. I'm the executive director for the Trails Foundation in Northern Utah. This isn't just a plug for my area because I know people listen to all over. But another great holiday time thing is give to your local nonprofit um, trail stuff as well. Um, They're out there everywhere you're at. Yeah, trails are not free in the more. I dive into the working side of things. Um, it's incredibly interesting with the challenges of trails, um, whether it's building, maintaining, having an organization to take care of them, or just be a voice for you. Um, I've come into that, and and I do. Cha- I even challenge my local friends. You know, become a member, support, donate, whatever it is, because it is important. Um, and and they aren't free. It's crazy expensive. You want to give an idea um, to for one. Um, a linear foot, a brand new trail in the mountains could then be $10 okay. for one linear foot of wow. trail could be up to 10 bucks or more. Um, it could vary depending on the terrain, but you're probably anywhere between six and $12, a linear foot of brand new trail. That doesn't include working through jurisdictions and, and, you know, property ownerships and everything else. So just think of that. Cause that's not just here. I'm not just promoting that for me, but there's so many organizations out in the world um, where you live that could use your help that you may not it's know true. about. You know, we were talking before we started the show. Uh, there's a picture here in, in Eric's office of a section of trail that I I've literally run on probably five or 600 times uh, on the shoreline here. And he, he helped build it with Gib Wallace, you yeah. know, uh, here in the Ogden area. And, and you don't think about the work that it takes you know, and, and Eric was telling me there's spots that really resonate with him because of things that happen. And, and everybody that I know that's worked on trails, it's the same feeling. You you really become invested. And if you can't spend the time, maybe donate some money. Yeah. And it's, you know, volunteerism is great. Um, and I know a lot of us do that to do our hours for yep. races, right? Um, but that's just another cool gift. We have members here that that give a membership to a friend for a year. 
And I think that's a really cool gift. It's a way to give back, but it's also, you know, something you're given to a trail user that, that loves it. So I, I do challenge my local running friends um, that I've known forever that, you know, become a member, help us out, you know, at Trails Foundation. But the hat that he's wearing that he's talking about, um, just keep your eyes on the Trail Manners page because there could be that exact Ooh, hat with some Trail Manners. I like it because this soon. hat, I mean, it's simple. It's a flex fit trucker. It, it is awesome. Yep. Uh, one more category. Um, casual afterwear is what I call it. What do you wear when you finish on a trail? Like sometimes for me, I, I like to change into something if it's I'm sweaty, if it's cold, or just go to a coffee shop. And my 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 go to life piece. This is an after. This is like life piece. Okay. I, I literally wear this top two to three times a week because I have a couple. It's not the same one. I'm not stanky. Is the Path Projects the Pyrenees T19? It's a long sleeve hoodie. And I have one here today. Um, it's got a cutout for your, your watch and then also the wrist. You can pull it over your hand. It's got a hood. It's super soft. That's mine. And then a new brand, not for new, but for me, um, Viore. And I'm hoping I'm saying it right. It's V-U-O-R-I. It's been around. I have it. Um, it's Viore. They're Ponto pants and they're Strato Tech shirt. That's... Whatever baby dolphin skin feels like, this That's is like seven is. levels above okay. that. It's so incredible. Um, but some Viore stuff is nice to throw on after when you, you're running with your friends. Just take your stank off. Go to the coffee shop. Go get brunch. Get your Bloody Marys. Whatever you do, this gear is ridiculous. And I wear it like sometimes in my office when I don't have a meeting with somebody. I'll, I'll be in here with some cool Ponto pant joggers, a uh, little tech tee. Oh, I love putting clothes on after a run. Yeah. Because it just warms your soul, tickles your skin, you know? Mm. Casual afterwear. That's what I call it. I like it. I don't really have anything for that, except I did ask for a specific post-run thing this year okay. for Christmas. It's from Orange Mud, which okay. makes some interesting packs that yeah. I don't always love. Yeah, yeah. They they probably fit for somebody. But they have this, this towel slash seat cover that you can attach to your oh, car seat that. yeah so you don't get your car seat stinky and then wet and wet yep. and then it also can fit around your waist and you can change out your shorts yep so it's something i, I legitimately asked for it's like 40 bucks orange mud i it, i can't remember exactly the name of it i didn't write it down but it uh it it's something i i think is useful for me so i don't get my car seat stinky and wet and so if i need to change i can change as well a yeah. lot of times i'm running after work so yep those are good things. So now I'm going to leave with my what would Eric like list. This is so, this is anybody listening out there that what would Eric like for Christmas, right? I keep it running specific pretty much. Number one, folks, a Hoka discount code. Somebody's got to hook him up. Come on. I'm a Hoka dude now. Hoka discount code. Number two, an Arcteryx Norvan jacket. Ooh. So, and this is before I talked to him about his fancy Solomon one, but yeah. the Norvan has been a, a staple, okay. but that's another close to $400 jacket. Yeah. Next up is the Petzl Ico core headlamp, 500 lumens. It looks super cool. It almost looks like is that someone's the one with breaking the into your brain. one that it'll flash brighter. And, yeah, 90, yeah. It's 90 uh -huh. bucks. It looks like a skull cap yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted one of those. I think those are super cool. I heard great things. Next up, and I, I left this on purpose because I've been I've been asking about watches. I'm a Sunto guy, have been Peak Nine, but I'm I'm got a little curiosity 
to the uh, Coros, the Vertex 2. It's a $700 watch, yeah. and that's a, if you're going to need a Coros, get this. So if anybody out there has Coros recommendations, hit me up. I'd like to know more about them. I'd like yeah. to test them out, right? Um, but that's on my list. Next up, the Rabbit Easy Gloves. I do not like thick gloves, even okay. when it's cold. I got to have like a thin, thin, and I've heard that's what these easy gloves are. And my Pearl Izumi gloves are almost shot. You could just do the Costco head gloves that I always wear. That's I'm gonna what I to, wear. I'm going to have to check those yeah, out. I need super bucks. thin. Super thin. They're pretty thin. thin. They're a little bulky, but. Um, next up, what would Eric like? You ready for this one? This is the Humdinger. We're recording this podcast at the Trails Foundation in Northern Utah office. I sold Studio 78. You did. I want a podcast studio. Just a little room, just a little place I can leave my stuff and have as my home base. Okay. That's not my apartment. I don't what, want it in my house. What if we it, just get a sauna and we do podcasts in a sauna in your house? Not only would the the equipment short circuit, I would short circuit. Okay. No All heat. Right. But I want a little podcast studio. I think that'd be fun. And I, you know, I think so. this is a free podcast, so it's not like I want to dip into my personal funds to rent an office space, but that's on there. And last one that I'm begging... I, this is a beg to everybody that listens to this podcast and share it with your people. I would love to see this. Send a Christmas card to a friend or someone that inspires you, right? Somebody that you look up to and doesn't have to be running based. This could be professional, personal, an old teacher, something, but put it in a Christmas card, not a text, not a Facebook post, and please, God, no TikTok videos. Send a Christmas card to somebody that has touched you, whether it's 10 years ago, last week, this year. What can come from that is bigger than anything. And I'm not trying to stand on some pedestal here, but there's comes something from it opening mail, something to somebody. handwriting, right? Not just your, your normal picture card that you send out to your family and friends, which I still think are amazing, but a personal card to an individual or more, right, that has inspired you that has lifted you up all the all the feel good stuff right because i think that to me is like the ultimate thing you can get cards are really people are like i hate cards they're like five bucks nowadays it's a waste of money blah 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 send them a letter whatever if that's the case but i, I really like when i hear stories of people thanking somebody that had no idea why right because you touch so many people throughout the whole year throughout your life and when you hear about it it's a game changer, right? Because there's so much negativity through social media, through everything else. It's super easy to do that. So I'm challenging everybody out there that listens, send a Christmas card to somebody. And if you have more than one, wow, you're, you're the best in the world. But do something super cool like that because that'll go longer than anything you can give them, a gift card, anything else. So that's my challenge. I mean, it, it, who wouldn't like something like that? I like that. I'll commit to that. Yeah, but I'm going to do it. There right? we go. I've already got three that I know of. And if you don't have their address, you can find it. It's not that hard. Trust me. You know, not many people are off the grid anymore. But that's my challenge. So I'm going to leave you with this. This is the contest. Email me at manners at trailmanners.com or comment on the Facebook post for episode one or two of the Christmas show of what we need. Things we didn't mention. Maybe it's something we did mention or something else. Maybe it's the Coros watch we mentioned. Maybe it's a new shoe. Maybe you're going to challenge me with some shorts or a liner. Whatever it is. Email manners at trailmanners.com. Let us know what it is or post it on one of the Facebook posts on these podcasts. And we're just going to randomly do prizes. We have two $75 Path Projects gift cards. We've got 
Trail Manners gear, beanies, hats, shirts, buffs, and there might be a few extra things I won't mention in there. Um, winners, I'll contact you, either reply to your email or on social on Facebook. And I'm just, it's all free. I'll mail it for free. I'll give you a little Christmas gift. So that's a way to participate and be a part of it. There's visors. There's all kinds of cool stuff that I'm going to send out to you. So that's the challenge. This is episode one. Christmas part one. We have part two coming up. Listen to that one. That's with Debbie Farkas. So it can be on either one. Um, but participate. Share this with your friends. The Trail Manners podcast. Fingers crossed is back and loaded and ready to go. Hope we have some listeners still out there. Um, but we want to have a lot of fun with this. It's six years. We started this six years ago. Me and Joel Hatch. Um, we're, we're, we're a phoenix rising from the ashes to come back out. Um, if you listen to episode 307, you'll know why. So I don't want to get into that. Um, Preston, do you have anything else for the Christmas show before we part? Not at all. Just happy to be here. Happy to be participating in, in a great community because yeah. that's what it's all about. It is. And that's if you've listened to the show historically. And if you haven't, go back. They're still there. There's 300 and some episodes you can listen to and pick, you know, pick and choose what you want to do. But the podcast always has been and always will be about the community. It's not about us. When I say trail manners, it's a we thing. It's everybody. There's so many people I've met through this podcast that aren't here in Utah. They're all over the world. Um, Simon down under, I mean, just all over the world, um, that I, that I absolutely look at and, and think of you as just great people and friends. So spread the word. We're back. Uh, don't forget to listen to part two and please participate in this contest. I want to give some things away. Let's just kick it off fun. Let's give some stuff away. And I always like to, I'm a gear guy. Preston's a gear guy. We like gear. Yeah. Tell us about the gear we're missing. Cause we'll, we'll like it. Yeah, we probably will. We'll probably buy it. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't get stuff for free. We'll just buy it. So again, thank you so much for listening to trail manners podcast. Preston, thank you so much for taking the time. We're going to have you back on shortly. Yeah. Uh, to talk about the hurt 100, um, pre-gaming for that. And then we'll get you when you come back and there's other shows lined up coming out. Uh, we've going to have Tara Warren on for Rufa running up for air that, that Jared Campbell puts on this great series. We're going to have a, a race director from the DC 50, the infamous, the, the DC infamous Peaks 50 that may world news world news um you know jake kilgore is going to be on the show we're going to have a lot of guests um, if you want to be a guest on the show hit me up manners at trailmanners.com follow us on all the social channels um, we're back we're going to have fun with this and we're going to see where it can take us so preston thanks again for being on the show my name is eric manning the host of the trail manners podcast and we are out thank you for listening to the trail manners podcast christmas episode number one I'd like to thank Preston Wood for joining us today. You can check more of us out at trailmanners.com. So I want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or check out the website, trailmanners.com. There you can, you can pick up some swag. You can check out our store page. You can support the podcast by buying some of the fun shirts, even for Christmas, or you can hit us up on the contact page and let me know what you want to see, who you want to hear from, or if you want to be on the show. And besides, I always love hearing for you. And if you could take a minute to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating on iTunes or Facebook, I'd greatly appreciate it. And lastly, Trail Manners would love your support via our Patreon account at patreon.com backslash trail manners to keep us alive and kicking. Until next time, this is Eric Manning reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.